Alright, Suicide Logs episode 182. I'm here with my good friend Michael. Mike, do you want me to say your last name? All good. Mike Martha, bro. We yes. go way back. We go way back from how how old was I when I met you? Maybe like 11 or 12. And now here we are at 29, bro. Fucking crazy. It's wild. I'm still catching up. I'm 27. Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm like, I got a couple years on you. It's funny. Like, I remember meeting you because you were, like, older. And, you know, during those times, if someone's just a year or two older than you, they're hella bigger than you. Dude, that's so, so true. I was like, man, this fucking, he's an older kid. You know, it's like, he's, he's one of the cool kids. And now it's just like... <laughs> Oh, we're kind of, you know, we're the same. It doesn't matter. Like, right, you know, right. it doesn't look too weird of us hanging out. I'm right. smaller than you, right. but, you know, ain't no big deal. <laughs> That's but, just genetics, bro. Hey, genetics. this is a special occasion, though, man. This is Michael's first time on a podcast. I'm honored to have you on here. Thank you, bro. This is also Michael's first time hitting a bomb. Whoa. So, I mean, he says he smokes weed every day, but, I mean, this ain't a dab machine or a... Um, I don't even dab rig, dab <laughs> machine. That's an inside joke. But uh, have you ever dabbed? Never. Okay. What's the mo- like? What you just smoke joints? Smoke joints. Um, I smoked out of a, a, a pipe on a few different occasions. Um, but for me, yeah, bro. I like I said, I ordered these zigzags online on Amazon for fucking uh, fifteen bucks. They give me a hundred zigzags, right? Yeah. And I just, I, I'm all about the joints, bro. I, just, I don't know. I've always been into joints. That's only, pretty much the only thing I've ever smoked. So I'm about to rip this bond for my I first like, time. It's pretty I, exciting. I like joints because they don't get you too fucked up. Right, because your rips aren't as big, right? So like, if you when you rip like off a bong, you're essentially getting like you get three or four joint hits. You get instantly, <laughs> you get instantly high, and I like bongs because it just saves more weed because I'm broke. So, you know, the joints, when I say a joint, I feel like a baller. You know, I'm just over here right. holding it. The weed's coming. And I'll tell you what, man, but you know what? I get this ounce, right, for uh-huh. for, uh, for 90 bucks, okay. right? Yeah. And I, and I fucking roll 30 joints off the ounce, right? So 30 joints for 90 bucks. And, that, and it's actually. How many joints a day do you smoke? I smoke two. Okay. Yeah. You're a pretty big guy, though. Like, yeah. I don't know if that if it really works that way. I like to believe in it, kind of like drinking. Right, right. That like, it hits you differently, kind of? I feel like I Maybe. get way more fucked up off of a joint compared to, like, you when it comes to just, like, bloodstream and sure. everything getting through. Like, there's more of your body that you right. need to get high. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 230 pounds, man. Dude, yeah. I'm 100. I weighed myself, like... 20 minutes ago, dude. I'm 130 pounds. You're no. 100 pounds over me, dude. Damn, you know that's saying? wild. So you might need a couple <laughs> more bong hits. So I'm going to teach you how to do this, bro. All right. So you light it, and at the same time while you're lighting it, don't worry, I don't have herpes or nothing. Okay, I believe so you. you. Once you're lighting it, okay. you're sucking. You hear that? Okay. So while you're doing it, try and make sure this whole thing gets lit. just like. And a, so it, th- this is supposed to contract my entire mouth, the, the mm-hmm, top. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. But yeah, don't don't let nothing leak. Okay. And so once you kind of see it, like all get white, what you're gonna want to do, keep sucking, keep sucking. Like you probably want to start off sucking light. Is this off of like one inhale? Are we talking one inhale right now? Like you, big guy. I think you could do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I think, all right. I think you could do it. But like, I mean, shit. We're not 18. When I would smoke bongs, like people like at a party or something. The first time I ever got high was off of a bong, actually. Oh, okay. And it was uh fun. So um. Usually, like, people will hella pressure you and be like, you better clear that. You better... Oh, uh, you know, I see what like, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, you gotta, feel like you can't handle it, just, yeah. just you know... I probably won't, to be honest, full, bro. Yeah. Just blow it out, and then you can clear. But once once you pull this out like this, yeah. you pull it, you're going to... See that? See? Oh, uh, and the bubble start. Yeah, see how the Got pressure it. is different? So you start off with... 
And once you feel and ready, like mid hit, you pull the plug. Yes, sir. Okay, so got it, got it. You I see this what you're saying. Whole thing get kind of white so you got to kind of take a slow inhale. Then what I like to do is I like to just make sure all of this is burnt. Like I want to get like the entire top. I want to get everything. Okay. You know? So, okay. There you go, buddy. All right, I'm going to use the little mini oh, yep, torch here because yep, they seem it. to be a little bit more efficient. So while he's hitting that, I'm going to talk about Michael, and maybe I'll talk about why I even have you here in the first place. Yeah, Because yes, um, I, I was talking about something an episode ago. So I have to take this. I mean, I have to let the lighter down after I'm done to pull this plug, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. It's usually kind of like a pipe, you know? Like, it'll get, like, cherried, okay. you know? Oh, I got the Just fucking on, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you smoked it all today? Uh, no, not huh? today. Not there we yet. go. No, oh, no, perfect, not perfect. Not oh, yep. You could you could blow a little harder. No, 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 no. You got you gotta you gotta no. you Is really gotta burn it. You gotta suck harder. No. Okay. Bro. All right. Suck harder. Suck harder. Damn, and yeah. And burn it more. Okay. Make, make sure like all the more. greens gone. All the greens. Gone. Okay. All right. Yep, keep sucking, keep sucking. A little more, yep. Okay, let it go. There he goes! Broke his cherry! Broke his cherry! <laughs> oh, this is the part where people are like, you gotta clear it, you gotta clear it. Oh, so I gotta keep hitting that You gotta get all the smoke out of there. Oh, man. God. Whoa! Oh. We got the water here. Woo! I haven't smoked since 420. It's been three days. I know it's very impressive, <sighs> but uh, I'm I'm kind of opting out on smoking today because you know I'm I'm determined. I'm determined to get you know where I'm trying to get. Not saying that weed uh, hinders that a little bit. I actually feel like it helps me out. But um, hey, I've closed all the you know, doors. You no, know, Marky. Yes, sir. You don't have to fucking. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. <laughs> if, you, oh, if you don't want to smoke weed. You don't have to, bro. I guess so. Yeah, you don't have to fucking explain them a goddamn sure. thing. Oh yeah, I guess I'm just. I guess <laughs> people would just kind of be all like, "Why isn't he hit?" Oh, why is he not repping it too? You know, I've been nah, like, I'm tempted. I really do want to. I really do. But it's you know, what, bro. Just cook it one time. Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. Oh well. Or you could at least hit my joint with me. We'll see. I'm like, I, f- I already smell it. That's enough. <laughs> well, yeah, we are. We are in an enclosed space. Bro. We so might. We might get, we get a second hand. Second hand hot here. Yep. No, it ain't it ain't no big deal. But anyway, um why do I have you here? <laughs> I don't know, bro. You tell me. <laughs> to break your chair. To hang out. That. Yeah, to hang out. It feels good because it's like every time I see you, it's just kinda like in passing or just right. like oh I like wanna, we never actually get to kick it. You know? I can't remember last time we kicked it like this. I right. Like we ever because we're always like, like hey hi bye you know it's yeah, just never, yeah yeah you've got kids I see you with your kids I'm like oh yeah it's family time right yeah, yeah, yeah right so, <laughs> right um working out you know it's kind of hard to have a conversation while I'm about to puke right you right know? so I guess the reason why I have you here is because last episode I was talking about something that I'm thinking about doing just a, just a little something. So my podcast used to be sponsored. Okay. All right. I lost my sponsor a couple months ago, so the podcast isn't really raking in as much money as it used to. Why? Why and, you lose a sponsor? Do you, is, or is that not? I think I got scammed, dude. I just feel like it's just kind of a bogus sponsor. Like I haven't heard from them at all, and so <coughs> I kind of um, hit up all the other people who who were sponsored by them, and everybody's just like, 
I don't know. They probably like went bankrupt or they went broke or something. And like, I have an account with this account uh, with the sponsor. I had a couple. I had some money in it because um, um, what happened? I'm trying to think. I wasn't able to get the money out, but now that I think about it, I haven't really tried. But um, it's not that big. I guess I'm just kind of holding on to the fact that they're gonna hit me back. Like, hey, yeah, sorry, <coughs> we've been gone, you know. But right. eh, it's not really that big of a deal. We're only going up from here. Yeah. So okay, it's just bro. like I ain't tripping. But I came up with a uh, with a um, a harebrained scheme last episode. A little bit of a. I've got a friend. I don't know if you know him. His name's Peter. He's Good. been on this show. And one of my gripes about this Peter guy is that every fucking week, it's a new idea with him. It's like, dude, I'm going to breed dogs, you know? And then, like, a week later, he's going to be like, bro, I'm going to get vending machines. I'm going to make bang. I'm like, dude, what happened to breeding dogs? Like, he always just comes up with an idea. <coughs> right. And doesn't no, he's even not coming make up it. with it. That's why. Yeah. Or he's he's not, just... he, he, you, you scroll through, you know, any form of social media or TikTok, it's going to tell you about 25 different side hustles that you should mm-hmm. be doing. Right? Mm-hmm. And vending machines and breeding dogs is one of them, bro. You yeah. Know what I mean? Those are very generic ideas. <laughs> and, and so you watch Ed and Nettie growing up, right? Yeah. Remember how they always like trying to get jawbreakers for a scheme? So I was telling them, like, bro, you've got fucking jawbreaker ideas, you know? Right. Like you're just out here just trying to get whatever. Right. So Which is nothing wrong with hustle. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I guess there's just I know people that make bank breeding dogs. Oh, but you yeah. gotta know what the fuck you're doing. You know what I mean? mean? You can't just wake up and decide, oh, I want to breed dogs. You know? Yeah. There's, there's a lot that goes into that. I guess I'm just I just I get a little irritated because it's like, bro, you tell me these ideas. It's almost like crying wolf. Right, you know? right, it's right. Like, like follow through. Yeah. When am I gonna take you seriously? For the past right. couple of years, you're talking about this and that, and it's like, oh fuck. And I guess when I'm um, being around those kind of people. It makes me just never want to have like ideas. It never makes me because I'm like I don't want to like start something and like, do shit. <coughs> right. And we were talking about it before we got on here. Um, you know, start like this podcast. You know, you asked me how it's doing, and I'm just like, hey man, I'm doing it. That's all that matters. You know, like I don't give a fuck if I got one download, a million downloads. I'm trying my best. It's easier said than done. I'm sure if I had a million downloads, the shit would get to my head. But I'm like everything happens for a reason so right. i just feel like it's kind of like preparing myself for wherever the fuck this takes me years from now right right but i got a harebrained scheme and you're the guy you're like one of the first guys that came to my mind out of like maybe i don't know three other people but besides that you you're a funny guy you seem really cool to talk to so i just thought it'd be cool to have you on the show i appreciate that but my harebrained scheme and i'm stalling so much on fucking talking about this because <laughs> I just, I feel like I'm taking a risk or it's just like conflict of interest kind of thing. Okay. I'm thinking about being a personal trainer. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I, don't, yeah. I didn't want to like have you be like, you're going to take all the customers, you know what I mean? But it's like, hey man, I've worked out with you and everything. I've, I see what you've been, you've been doing this for a while, you know, like right. out of anyone I know, I feel like you definitely know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. When, when you uh, worked me out, you gave me this... Um, you give me the sheet of like all the nutritious foods that right. I'm supposed to eat. I don't know if you still do that. I do. Yeah, dude, I've got it hanging on my fridge. That's awesome. You know what I mean? That's awesome. And like, I guess a little bit of me was like curious about just like your opinion on like my knowledge of this kind of shit, you know? So so just like kind of riffing it to me, I was like, okay, like I, I definitely would want to be a personal trainer. Yeah. But I, I don't want to like, uh, how do I say 
lie to people. You know, I, I want to be as honest as I can. I right. be, be telling people like, look, I'm not going to make you no fucking kickboxing world champion. All right. Because it's just that's not maybe I could open the door and introduce you to other people like you sure. to fucking like. But I, I my people, my target audience or target uh, customers would be people who just don't even know much about like fitness. Beginners. You know? Yeah, beginners, uh-huh. definitely. Or people like simple shit. People who are just trying to lose weight and they don't even know like what push-ups work out. They, some people think push-ups work out your biceps. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I know enough of like the anatomy and what muscles work certain workouts and things like that, even nutrition. And then, you know, I've got a little bit of a martial arts background. Like, Yeah, I, I've seen that. I've actually seen that on your Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, fucking tornado kicks. Tornado, yeah, crazy. man. It's like, I oh, and when I made the last post that I made of me doing fucking spinning shit, I was like, let me like, I see people do it all the time. They get tons of viral hits from them doing shit right. that I can do. And right. I'm like, I just don't dedicate my life to it, you know? Right. So like, I was just, if I could, nobody really fucking, how do I explain it? I'm, I don't know. It's like I'll tell you what, bro. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. <clears throat> you know, you don't you don't want the ridicule, right? That comes along with it. Yeah. And the thing is, is um, no matter what you're doing, like I'm a personal trainer. You, you fucking you're over here knocking out these podcasts and you're doing your thing. No matter what, bro, you're gonna have people that support you, and you're gonna have people that want to bash you. Right. In anything you do. True. Right? Very true. So, like, I'm on TikTok, right? Yeah, I have a few thousand followers. I have some viral videos. It's cool. Out of 100 comments, <clears throat> I got 90 motherfuckers telling me, this is one of the best fitness videos I've ever seen. Thank you so much, man. You're so helpful, right? right. Out of 100. Mm-hmm. You got 10 other motherfuckers that are on there saying, this guy don't know the fuck he's talking about. Don't listen to him. You know, uh-huh. da, 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 right? right? And it, it kind of goes back to that whole thing of like, hey, if someone, if you got a hundred compliments in a day, but then one person told you that you look like shit, are you gonna think about the hundred compliments? Or are you gonna think about the one person that you told you look like Depends shit? It's only kind of person. And it's you and it, right, <laughs> know, but generally you think of the negative. Yeah. Right. Generally, right, because it it, it, it it's almost because it's more powerful to you, right? It's like, like you want to improve it. <laughs> right. Right. Like people saying shit. Like, like people are like daggering you almost, right? So yeah. it's like. For me, what what the secret like to consistency and success has been has been not caring what other people ha- think or say about what I'm doing. Right. I'm out there creating content. If you love it, I'm I'm so happy that you love it. If you hate it, you don't have to follow me. You don't have to see my face. You can keep scrolling. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But either way, the videos are getting made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No matter what, right? <laughs> You're right. So. <clears throat> I, that that's really important, man, because a lot of people take that shit to heart when the, when people are bashing them, mm-hmm. telling them they're not good enough, or no, you can't do it, or you know yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, are you, you gonna tell me about my business? Like, I, I literally have serviced hundreds of clients, getting gotten people from three hundred pounds to two hundred pounds. Right. You know what I'm saying, man? Right. I I do this every day for a living. You're gonna tell me. About my business, exactly. just, it, it, don't, it don't work like that. Bro, everybody's you know, got it, haters, right? Yeah, and and I, if, I if you that. don't have haters, it's actually a problem, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I guess what I, I guess I just kind of wanted to like ask you more questions about like, like for me, I wanted to just kind of keep it as a side thing, you know? Like I know you do it, like this is your full time thing. Right. That's what you told me about it. Right. But for me, it's just like I'd be happy if I even just had people come right. over you know because i feel like for for me it would also be a uh, just a motivator like just if i'm working people out i want to get a workout in too like 
if I'm setting examples and mm-hmm. shit like that. And mm-hmm. just the fact that like let like let's pretend I'm working out somebody who's um anybody, really. Just the fact that I'm working out anybody in in my garage, it puts me in the garage. It puts me there in the first place to even be around my equipment, be around right. just like that general um that general space to do shit right. because if i'm not training people there's more of a chance of me being like yeah i don't want to work out you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. so like i also said last episode like i don't have a personal trainer because i feel like i don't need a personal trainer i feel like i know what i'm doing right but i also just feel like i need motivation it's right. that it's more of a motivation kind of thing well that's the thing like even me right I, I, as being a, a trainer as long as i've been I still occasionally go see my trainer, you know, Mm. for him to push me through a workout. And it's not because I don't know the exercises. I know all the exercises, right? right? right, right. But when I go, it's a matter of being pushed out of your own comfort zone, right? Like if I'm working out on my own, don't get me wrong. You know, can I get intensity out of my own workout? Of course. I do it every day. But will it be as intense? You know, will will it be that fucking crazy that it's... That it's pushing you outside of your bubble? Probably not. <laughs> right? So it's like when someone else is telling you, hey, you have five more reps, when you would have actually stopped on your own. Mm-hmm. You would have put down the weights already. Yeah. But you have a trainer that's like five more. You right? Know, you, you know, know what I'm saying? me with that kind of stuff. So uh, like right now I'm fresh. You know, I feel like I could work out tomorrow morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what I'll do is I'll write everything that I'm going to do on my phone for notes. Yeah. So that way when I when – I, like uh, when I initiate my workout, I don't bitch out. Like I do, right. I do what I Whatever's thought I listed. could do when I was fresh. Right. Because right. it's like, let's say, I don't know. Let's say right now I told myself, I want you to at least get a hundred pull-ups in tomorrow. Right. All right. But at the moment, like at the moment when I said that, like tomorrow I'm going to do a hundred pull-ups. I said that because I felt confident in it. I was right. like, fuck it. Yeah, I could do a hundred pull-ups. But let's just say like off the riff. I didn't plan it the night before or anything, and I'm like, let's do 100 push-ups or 100 pull-ups, and I or push-ups, whatever the fuck it is, you know. And then I start doing it, and I get to 50, and I'll just kind of be like, huh, fuck, dude, like, nah, man, I don't, I, I don't want to do 100. 50 is good enough, right? But right. just something about like planning it, and right? Writing and having it, down it in your head, before. right? Like, hey, like you basically made a pact with yourself. Like, yeah, this is what you're doing. It's like I'm making myself a personal trip because you have so much more confidence when you're like fresh when you're not tired Absolutely. but when you're tired yeah. you're just like no i did enough right you know? no doubt yeah you have to go into the the gym with a game plan i mean and that's majority what people don't have like the the average person when i would stand i was the head trainer at InShape, right so mm-hmm. i'm i'm waiting you know i'm scanning people in and I'll, it was a very simple question that i asked a general average person which was what are you doing today yeah, right? yeah, yeah. that's all i meant i didn't i don't mean plans and fucking dates i'm talking about what are you doing in the gym today right, right, right so right. when i ask right, and i go what do you got going on today what's the plan and then they say i don't know <laughs> right majority people say i don't know because they literally show up to the gym with no plan and then they fucking walk around and they go oh that looks like a good machine or i want to hop on the treadmill or i want to go swimming in the pool they're just they're just absolutely zero it's structure like, yeah zero i was gonna say that I yeah i was gonna say that it's, it's wild now get this though from a sales standpoint that's awesome to hear mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from my point of view right because right, right. as soon as someone says i have no idea i'm gonna go well i do <laughs> right yeah. and that boom insert my my me into your life now right, right. so i'm like <clears throat> i'm actually the head trainer here would you mind just going for a one hour free workout with me 
It's it, you can't lose. You you were you're here and you told me that you didn't have a plan and I do have a plan for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'd love to motivate you. I'd love to get get you out here, maybe show you some things that you haven't done before, right? One hour of your t- it's free, mm-hmm. right? Okay, great. I'll work out with you, Mike. Awesome, yeah. right? So we go take him through the one hour workout. Afterwards, pretty much now at this point, begging to figure out how they can have a personal trainer, Insane. right? Insane. So you're like, you're building value within yourself. If you are if you have to sit down and pitch someone like you're a fucking car salesman about training, you did it wrong. Right. Because if you took them through a proper session, right, and they got everything that they were looking to to get out of it, by the time they're done, they're basically asking you, Mike, where do I sign up for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Dude, the, the sale's already over. I like what I'm hearing, man. That's what I was thinking too. Like, I want my first session to be free. And you know what's crazy? Like, this is how I feel <clears throat> I'm not serious about it because I show up to work today and I had two people, well, the first, I had two people hit me up like, because they listen to my show and they're like, hey, I want to get trained by you. And then I swear, dude, like when the first person said it to me this morning, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, and then I, I like took a second to be like, oh yeah, I did say that I wanted to do personal training, you right, know? Right. And so, um, I, yeah, I want to make it free because I don't want to take somebody's money for something that they didn't enjoy. Right. You know? And, and, and the thing is, is when, when someone, when you offer it for free with no obligation, the person has absolutely nothing to lose and only something to gain. Mm-hmm. Right? So like if you come in and you take a free session, even though you don't sign up. Still got a workout. You came in and we discussed nutrition. You learned more about eating habits and calorie intake and whatnot. Right? Mm-hmm. You learned about sufficient amount of protein that you're supposed to be getting on a daily basis. And <clears throat> and then you also went through an awesome workout that was custom to your own needs. Yeah. And if you don't decide to join, that's okay. Yeah. But the point is, is you still took something away from it. Now, they're leaving with an awesome experience. I, th- What's going to happen now the next time fitness talk comes up or the next time someone talks about training or the gym, Mike's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Even though they didn't buy anything from me, right? They're going to say, oh, you need a trainer? Actually, I went to this one guy. Uh, he offered me a free session yeah. and it was awesome. You should try it too. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't leave a bad taste in people's mouth. Yeah. Because even regardless of them giving you money or not, you're just you just continue to build a network, right? Like simple as that, right? So if some if someone around you just generally speaking goes, you know, I've been looking for a trainer, you'd be like, I know a guy. Yeah. Right away. Who would you think of? You'd think of me. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I've made myself that fucking guy. You're right, right, right. You over years, uh-huh. right? This shit didn't happen like uh, one day. I just decided, right? Exactly. We're talking over X amount of years. You, you, you saw what was I doing? Teaching kickboxing, teaching martial arts. I ran a whole martial arts gym, right? right. And then I went from there right into in shape and became a trainer. I've done nothing but network, network, network on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook in real life. So now every time something gets fucking brought up about fitness or I need a trainer or whatever, wham. Yeah. Somebody got a name. They got a number. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's what I strive to be, man, because without that, I mean, this is literally my soul living. Mm-hmm. I got two kids, got a wife. She don't work. I mean, she works. She takes care of my kids. Right. But right. she doesn't have a job. I'm the sole income. So what the fuck, bro? I got, I got to get this bread. Yeah. Right? You know See, what I mean? it's generally, I believe, I mean, you ain't even got to tell me. I already know that you love doing this. Right. You know, like you, you, 
it's done it for passion, so long. It's hey, there's no way that you've been doing something for so long and you don't like it <clears> and you're this good at it. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like, I guess for me too, it's like going back to just like the free session things too. Like that's, I guess that's how I feel. Like I don't give a fuck really about money. It's just like, I, I do also want to grow as a person and just get better. Right. You know what I mean? Like I know I, think i said it's like i want to train like beginners and stuff like that too but it's like i still hit you up sometimes to work out like i want to learn things from right. other people right learn things from oh i agree yeah. i agree you should always be looking to expand your own knowledge man there's there's no doubt about it you know yeah. like in anything but specifically in fitness because you know people think oh you know i mastered everything no you haven't no you yeah. have not you don't get me wrong it doesn't mean that you're not a good trainer right, right. but like for instance, uh, one of my buddies, uh, he's a trainer as well. Calisthenics king, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy can do 50 pull-ups straight. How many pull-ups can I do straight? 12, maybe, on a good day, right? He's, he's, he's all about calisthenics. So he goes, all right, for warm-up, we're doing handstand walks. Fuck that. And dude. I go, what? <laughs> right? So it's it's just crazy. Here we are. We're two fitness professionals, right? It's like different genres. It's just right, but we're just in completely separate categories, right? Because I could take him through things that he has no idea about, and he could take me through things that I have no idea about. You know what I mean? I yeah, like I I guess I'm kind of thinking about my genre. I would want my genre to be a little bit like yours, but I guess um, maybe not as heavy on the weightlifting one because I don't have weightlifting equipment in the first place, and. So I guess something just personal with me, I wouldn't want to train this, but I would love to get into it a little bit more. I want to get in the kettlebells because it's just like, it just seems like that shit works. Kettlebells is good. Never tried it, but yeah. if I were to like, if I were to start tomorrow, if I were to like, I have an idea and I guess something that kind of inspired me to do it is I have been working out with like people, just buddies, like people um, who don't really have much knowledge in certain things, but they, they'd see me. And I'd invite them over. I'd invite them over to the martial art gym that I train at. I'd invite. I'd have them in my garage, and I don't know. It didn't really hit me until like a week later or something, or up until fucking now. In the middle of our workout, he just kind of like stopped and was like, "Dude, this is like the most fun I've ever had working out." And it's just like, huh? Like I wasn't. I didn't even plan any of it. Every time I right. work out with people, I'm like, "Yeah, let's come out. Let's just like it's like a half hangout, half workout session because we're right. friends." Right. So. I'll improvise, you know, like, I don't know if somebody came, like if you and I were to work out, let's pretend you're, you know, you want to take my session or something. I well, fucking off the top of my head. I'll start off with something like, I don't know, man, let's warm up with fucking 50 burpees. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a really good way to fucking warm up. I feel, especially Mm -hmm. if you're fresh. then after that, I don't know, we'll hit some pads, you know, I I agree. So I'm with you on what you're saying. Uh huh. However, okay. Every person that you see is going to be completely different right and their needs right. are going to be completely different and so i get what you're i get what you're saying like you're saying you're giving me the generic example of 50 burpees right uh-huh. now yes now, here's the thing though in i have i literally as of this moment right now i have 40 clients okay okay not one of those clients could do 50 burpees mm. you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the reason why is several reasons right so number one uh, I work with a lot of. I guess el- I, I guess I was just uh, thinking of you. People, you know? right, 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 right. You do fifty. Right, days. right, right. <laughs> but in just in general, right, when you when you take on when you end up taking on a client, that specific person has no pre-plan. You can't just say, "Oh, this is what you're gonna do." Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're gonna have to figure out what they need oh. and then cater to it because I, I I'm helping people that have knee replacements, two <clears throat> knee replacements. Right. This lady, she could not. W- 
she was walking like a penguin, like right. stiff legs, couldn't come down a flight of stairs. Right, right. She's been my client for three years. She, she religiously never took a break. Wow, three years, right? She can grab two 20 pound dumbbells and sit 12 inches from the floor and stand up and sit down for 15 reps. Fucking beautiful, dude. She couldn't even bend her knee. Yeah. When I met her, right? Miracle worker. It's right always, well, yeah, it's all about re, like a lot, a lot of what I do is almost like physical therapy, a lot of rehab, a lot of corrective exercise. Right. People see me because they had a torn rotator cuff or their ankle, whatever. <clears throat> and they're looking for workouts that they can do without injuring the affected area, mm-hmm. which is that's what's really going to separate like a novice trainer to an advanced trainer really right is like when you understand corrective exercise and therapy with people you're like, that's like a separate level of shit because they can't do anything regular yeah you know what i mean every squat they do is modified every shoulder press they do is modified every, everything and th- that's what i was getting to like everything with the improvisation and stuff that's just me bullshitting with buddies you know what i mean right if you add if i want to be serious about it and like people are paying me for it i'd for surely do more research and really well thought out things for somebody the night before right i just you know i i just felt like a little bit of a confidence boost that people seem to like what i was doing that maybe aren't like as much of novice you know i'm training like young people in their 20s right 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 and so once it I don't know. Once it um, came up, and I was like, mm, I wonder how far I could get if I actually put some thought into it. Because right. I, I don't think shit about it. You know. Well, what I would do, man, is I I, I would really focus on whatever the niche is, mm. right? So, like, if you're telling me that you love calisthenics and you love uh, martial arts, then that's just going to be pretty much your niche, yeah. right? And so, like, somebody that specializes in something, they always do really well as opposed to somebody that's trying to do five million things at once. True. Right? True. So, like, if, you, if you're if you awesome at push-ups and pull-ups and calisthenic work and core work and you know how to give somebody awesome martial arts workout and self-defense training, yeah. well, that's literally its own category, right? Mm-hmm. It's self-defense. Right. Martial arts yep. and calisthenics, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's all. Fan, that's awesome. Would you, would you say a lot of people that would do that hand in hand? Because there's some people that don't give a fuck about self defense or martial arts. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, and if they don't, then once again, now it's just a matter of improvising the workout. Right. Oh, I, you know what? I don't actually want to learn like um, traditional self defense. I actually just wanted to learn Muay Thai. You know, just how to kick and punch and knee a bag. Yeah. Okay, let me show you here. One, two, knee, elbow, right, <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever it is that they're looking Cardio, to get out of it. Right, exactly. Yeah, no. Because a lot of the people I do that I do train, it's exactly it. They're doing, you know, three, four rounds on a punching bag. I'm showing them different combos, what to do, and I'm setting a two-minute timer on a round for them. But it's exercise. Yeah. Right? Like, it's very rare. Like, there might be two or three of my clients that are there to actually learn how to bang. Like, get a headgear on and, like, really go. Right? Right. Very rare. Most people are just there to burn calories, baby. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. You know and I, mean? I don't think there's anything wrong with me doing something like no. that. No. You know what I mean? No. So I feel like I wouldn't be stepping on people's toes if I'm just like, you know, I feel like it'd be fucked up. Okay, let's just say I get somebody and they have no martial art experience at all. And I teach them basically, yeah, one, two, three minutes on the bag, whatever. And then after like a couple of months, they're like, yeah, I kind of want to like, I, I want like competition shit. I'd be like, all right, slow your roll. You know, like, let's get you to spar somebody first, you right. know, and just, like, take it from there. Then I bring them somewhere else. And then then I feel like it's my responsibility to be like, hey, 
I can show you as much as I know, but if you really want to take this serious, I know some people that I could send you to. And that that would be lost for me right. when it comes to money or whatever, but it's I don't care. It's the, it's the morality thing, you know? Right, and, right. Um, like, uh, this is a funny story. It's just like the other day, I see I see this house uh, in my neighborhood. They they get they have like you know pads on the floor, punching bags. Mm-hmm. They've got all this stuff. And so when I see them, like oh they're they're into the fucking arts, you know? They're into that shit. That's cool, you know. And then so like one day, and I feel like I've never I never really said it out loud. So I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna feel like an asshole saying it out loud because I already feel it in my head. So when I say it out loud, it might seem a little judgy. But one day I'm walking by and I I see the garage is open and I hear ta 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 they're hitting the bags I'm like oh somebody's doing pad work here let's see what it looks like you know and <laughs> the first thing that rubbed me wrong and I feel like I don't know you're a martial artist so like I'd I'd want a, a second opinion on it it the, the first thing that kind of like rubbed me wrong about it and now I don't know if this person's giving out lessons or if they're just like family members fucking around. But for the sake of like what I'm about to say, let's just pretend that this person's like selling, you know, a workout. I just saw, I don't know. I, it just, I seen some girl holding like a big body bag, you know, for somebody to be throwing roundhouses or whatever. And the person who was throwing the kicks was wearing socks on the mat and i don't know that just kind of rubbed me wrong dude mm. and like they had they had shin pads on mm-hmm. but they had shin pads on over their sweats mm. and just like you never really see that when you go to a real martial arts school so i tried to give them the benefit of the doubt it's like mm. i was just people like you know playing around in the in the garage no big deal but i guess the judgy side of me was like Man, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, but it was just based off yeah. of their attire, which uh, absolutely. I could see. Yeah, but like, no, I mean, that's that's those are already two no nos, right? Like, first of all, you should never have your socks on because you'll slip every time you try exactly. to throw a roundhouse. Yeah. And number two, the whole pad thing, it's like those you you're supposed to be first of all, I mean, you're supposed to be wearing shorts, right? Like, yeah. like if you're doing you don't get tie, that, you don't like, get you that. You should have like above knee shorts. You don't get and that. And then your snap. pad should be directly on your shin, right? Like it that's, just. For me, like, I guess at the end of the day, like you said, it's about workout, which is right. what makes me feel a little bit more assholey. What the fuck is this? Get the fuck out of here. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. Um, the thing that pissed me off, I guess, was just kind of like, wait, wait. I lost my sense about, of thought. No, you were, talking, you were talking about the, the pads. and the, Oh, yeah. Like, bro, when you, when, you hit, <laughs> when you hit skin on a bag or something, it oh, feels yeah. way better. Agreed. Oh, so she wasn't sparring. She was just hitting pads. She was holding the bag for this like teenage looking okay. kid, you yeah. know. And so yeah, no. If well, if, you, if your plan is to just do kick drills on a on a shield, no then problem. you shouldn't be wearing shin pads. <laughs> that's, 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 that's my second point. Right, too. right, right. Why right. are you wearing shin pads when you're already hitting a pad? Yeah, you're like you're the not only, hitting a human. The only right. thing that like and one thing about me, I always like maybe I give too too much of a chance for people. The only thing I thought. Because from my training, I remember hit, like you get way more fucking tired kicking with the with the chin pads on. It's they're weight. heavy. I it's mean, weight. yeah. So maybe yeah. you know, maybe he's trying to get some weighted training right, in, you know. But take right. the fucking socks off. You know? Right, 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 right. And so um, I saw that, and what else? Just a just a vibe. Like I guess those are the only things that like I could really say. Uh, I'm really trying to think, but just well, I mean, speaking just, to your so point about like being accidentally judgmental, I think everybody is kind of even though they anybody can say no i don't judge people i don't judge a book by its cover right. but you're they're lying right because yeah. 
The thing is, is every time you see anyone, the first thing you do is get an impression of them and then you judge them. Right, right. Right? I, like I said, like, I don't have any reason to judge you because I know you, right? I don't uh-huh. have any reason to be sitting here judging you. Mm-hmm. But like a, a stranger, let's say, like if... If a, if a freaking tweaker just walked by your window right now. Well, maybe I, he's lost. You're like, oh, you know, I'd be looking at him like, what is this guy doing? Is that, a, is that a homeless tweaker out there? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we would, uh, we just automatically judge, right? Like, and we're like, same thing when I'm at the gym. I don't, I would never bash anyone for not understanding how to work out or for not how to understanding how to use a machine or whatever they're doing and it just is not with proper form. I would never judge them for that, right? Mm-hmm. But I am judging it. You see what I'm saying? I'm not judging the person. Yeah. I'm just judging the situation, which where'd, is where'd you this person from, doesn't you know? know what they're doing. And I'm not going to be the guy in the gym that walks around and goes, hey, let me help you. Right? right, right. No, I, it's not my business. But I do see it like every day where someone is just doing some fucked up shit that, yeah. I, that it's like it's almost unbearable to watch. Yeah. But I'm not going to go into anything. It's not my business. You know what I mean? <laughs> let me ask you this. Because I, I, I taught martial arts a little bit, too. It was, like, damn near one of my first jobs when I was, at like, 18, 17, something like that. And from my experience, the hardest people to teach are children. That is, um, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it can be very challenging. I think it depends on the kid because some are very sharp and they want to learn, but that's not all of them. It's not even close I to all of them. for the most part. It's like 80% of them are not that way. And if you have a kid that's 10, maybe even 9, like younger, right? Like good luck trying to get them to really dial in. To get it, right, yeah. And then, but there, are, there are those special cases, but... Yeah, majority of them are, like, picking their nose, like, you know, not, not paying attention. You have to think about it, though. That, if like, let's say if I were to open up, like, an actual martial arts school or something, that is where the money's at. Because people, people like you and me, fucking busy. Kids, full-time jobs, podcasts, 100%. whatever. Well, you saw, like, on my Instagram, I'm sure, right? Like, my daughter does martial arts. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. Okay, yeah. so she just got her uh, stripe on her belt the other day. It was really cool. Nice. But anyway, um, they teach... Cool stuff there. Uh, Grav Maga and the, the Gorilla Jiu-Jitsu. Place. The Gorilla uh, Place. No, uh, it's actually called Max Martial Arts. Krav Maga. We back on. It's my bad. Yeah. Fucking so Mike's yeah. So uh, Grav Maga and Jiu Jitsu, um, traditional karate, kickboxing. I mean, it is just like a very well-rounded place. Really cool. They teach a lot of cool things. I mean, sometimes they're on the ground doing their grappling. Sometimes they're up doing kickboxing. It's very, it's, it's very well-rounded. Very nice instructors. Um, but the the point of it is though what which is what we were talking about earlier is you were saying that that's where the the finance is the money right is basically within the children which is absolutely 100% true i mean my daughter is in the 7 to 12 age group and you know they're run they're pumping three classes three different times just for that age group 7 to 12 because it's their hot age group right and yeah. so like when i go in there i mean i'm seeing 30 kids per class and they're all different <laughs> So we're talking 30, 60, 90 kids, right? right. And you and it costs 179 bucks a month. You know what I mean? Jeez. So this let me tell you, this dude is raking, all right? Yeah, yeah he's raking, <laughs> all right? But uh, it, well earned though. Very yeah. well earned. It's it's I'm not I'm not bashing him. That uh-huh. I'm just saying that it, the market is for sure within the kids. And it, there are like, you know, certain gyms that do well but uh, with adults, but they are like traditionally very very infamous for fighting right so like if you go to a place um that 
is very popular and has good fighters coming out of that school, then all of a sudden you're going to get every amateur MMA, every amateur kickboxer, every amateur boxer that wants to train at that facility because that facility is producing champions. Right. Right? That's about all you can do when you're training adults. If you don't have that, you have nothing with adults unless you're doing something like what I do, which is personal one-on-one training but as far as like martial arts is concerned like and fighting in general you're always only gonna see guys fighting out of a gym that produces fighters dude shit's hard i mean shit like it's i mean fighters in general don't even get paid that much you know it's just like every it seems like every like unless you're like gsp or some shit like if you're a top level it just seems like everybody's kind of got a full-time job and it's like on the side you never yeah. know who the fuck even like steve mccoick man yeah. steve mccoick's a fireman yeah you know, it's like that's exactly. wild right think about it he was the ufc champ and and he actually doesn't i mean necessarily probably have to be a fireman but it, i'm sure it's his passion and he, he loves it's it it's a pride you know? thing too probably you know yeah. it's like Fuck it, dude. That'd be dope as fuck Hell if yeah. I was a firefighter. Oh, absolutely. Fucking actual human fighter. <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Because you're, like, you're kind of heroic in, in, in both senses of the term, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I guess, yeah, man. It's like normal people who don't have aspirations to be pro fighters, they just don't have time for it. And if they do, absolutely. it's like, I don't know, from my experience, some people just kind of join as an extracurricular for their kids. You know, uh-huh. maybe they want to go there with their kids because it's right. The, the, and that's that's funny that you said that because where I do send my daughter as they're off, you know, on one mat teaching martial arts to the children, they're running a hit kickboxing cardio and hit class with kettlebells, bags on the other side. All the parents that are there, oh, nice. that are like that are their kid is doing class. Now they're on the other side of the gym doing their class at the same time, so that way they're knocking out two birds with one stone. Oh, and is it just kind of like oh? But are you paying as well too? You would have if you want to do it. Yeah, oh, you'd I be thought, paying. I thought it, but was you get sh- a discount. Like you, oh, it's okay. not going to be the, the same price. You already signed your kid up, so you get right. you know they give oh, you a little, yeah, little yeah. bit of a break. I thought yeah. it was just like oh yeah, you know, so you have something to do while your kid's working out. You can work out right, right here, right, right, right. Which but, is true. Man. You, you do have to pay for it. Yeah, it's like I say. I don't even have kids, but I understand. Like you know, people love their kids so oh, much. Geez. It's like the money's there because right. how are you gonna? How are you gonna? Well, see that, and that right. You hit the nail on the head. It, when when my daughter asked me, like if she wants you something, can't say no. You my daughter no. is amazing. She does everything that I ask of her. Right? She's very respectful. So when she asks me for something, I want to make sure that I can give it to her. Right. right. And that's pretty much honestly how majority, if you're any form of decent parent, will feel is that you want to give your kid the best. Right. So why is it so easy to sign up kids? That's exactly why. Because when my daughter came up to me and said, I love this class. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. My credit card came out faster than I could blink. Magic, man. right? And that's majority <laughs> adults. That decent parents are going to do the same thing. Now, if you're signing up an adult, let's say like it's an adult member, now they're going to take into consideration many factors because it's not for their kid, right? If it's for the kid, it's no questions. Right for me, oh, do I have time? Do I have enough money in the bank? There's going to be 500 reasons why they can't do it. My knee is acting. Right, up. all you of a sudden your knee is acting. Up. It wasn't acting up five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Sure, but yeah, I mean, good talk. Good talks about that stuff. I, I just, 
I feel like we're kind of on the same page. I just want to talk about that stuff. But, yeah. You know, I, I feel motivated for that thing. Um, personal well, training. I guess let me tell you. Let me tell you, man. Okay. <sighs> I thought it would actually be uh, like almost impossible mm-hmm. to get a gym going out of my home. Like it, it was. I've seen it, the evolution of it. Dude. It, I'm impressed. Right, right, and it, it, right. And as I got more clients, and I, as I made more money, I just kept reinvesting and reinvesting and spending thousands of dollars on equipment. I mean, one piece of equipment in that place would cost me thirty five hundred easy. Right, right, because it's commercial grade pandemic shit. You know, the, right, the price right. Metal it's like literal commercial up. grade. Like this, if you walk into a twenty four hour fitness, it's the same equipment I have. Right, I don't have no Bowflex, Walmart shit like that. Okay, <laughs> I train. You know, I train clients for a living. Right, so I mean, this is my job. So I make sure everything is premium as possible, so that they're getting the best workout. But anyway, the point is, is I really, I almost like was, I was really doubting myself. I only have one client. And I was delivering pizzas at nighttime. Mm-hmm. I had one. I was like, man, how am I going to do this full time? Like, how can I make a living out of this when I have one client that pays me 150 bucks? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not enough. I have to deliver pizzas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, right? Now, next month, I have two. Then the next month, I have four. Yeah. Next month, I, and they're all re- I'm, I'm retaining all of them. They're not leaving, right? So I'm only gathering as I go along, right? right. And now I'm up to forty, right? And I'm, I'm I sell eight hundred dollar programs, you know. And it's why they're paying a premium price because it's one on one training. It's not a class. It's not a group. You you're do, not training with three you, people. You, you don't really do classes. I uh-huh. see sometimes you talk about like meet us at the park. We're having yeah, that's a boot camp, camp right? Uh-huh. That's a boot camp. And num- there's three things really good about a boot camp. Okay. Number one is people that you train are going to show up and they're going to bring their friends. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's a, a nice way to network. Right. Right? Right, right. Number two, they find it very enjoyable to get out of the gym setting and go outdoors. Mm-hmm. Number three, it's an absolute amazing thing to do with one hour of time for the exchange of money you get for it mm-hmm. okay so you, you know you think about it 20 people show up to the boot camp and they're all paying 15 bucks a pop right for my one hour of time right right i always feel so fucking evil talking about like taking money from people for stuff like this like i know you know everybody needs money and stuff but I, right like i guess for me like i i just want to like i don't give a fuck how much money I'm making right now. I guess I'm just motivated to like get my foot in and just, right. I'd be happy having one client. I really mm. would be Yeah, I mean, like just the fact that somebody likes what I'm doing and they're willing to even pay me. is like, that's right. my goal. Right. Know? Like I'm trying to start super small. Right. And it's just like, man, I've seen your, I've seen your, well back to money. I've seen your fucking gym evolve. I've also seen your fucking cars evolve. Right. Dude, I remember you had the Honda. Right. There's nothing wrong with Hondas. They're still expensive and shit. And you right. had, you had your little, alpha fitness thing uh-huh. on it. I was like, okay, yeah. you get, and then now you got the fucking scat pack, you know right. what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, people say it all the time, man, like, you know, people do definitely live the lives that they, that they, uh, that they make, or they live within the means that they have, right? So, like, I don't, I don't, I don't live, I really don't live under my means, mm-hmm. right? But I don't live over my means. But it just depends what your means are because some people are driving a 1992 Honda because that's their means. That was my means at one point, right? Like I, I literally bought a, a Camry for three grand on Craigslist, right? I, I have been there, so I get that, right? But I have built myself to succeed and have more, right? And so now with 
having more financial freedom comes a better car and my daughter can do more activities and my wife can go do her hair and her nails and you know you see what i'm saying you you dispense it more because you have more of it right you know right and anybody like oh look at these guys you know they live in this crazy huge mansion well that's his means right right so you can't say oh he's supposed to be living in a two-bedroom one-bathroom shack yeah right the guy has fucking 100 million in the bank what do you think he's gonna do hey man when elon musk not elon musk what's his name jeff bezos was first started in amazon he already made like millions of dollars but he was still riding in a honda civic i remember this right interview and they're like why why are you in the honda civic if you're a millionaire he's like this is a perfectly good car right so right and it depends on what your interests are yeah you know he his interests are we're obviously in a much different place right he wanted to keep reinvesting in his business reinvesting in his business getting employees expanding globally like he wasn't worried about his car yeah. Now, now he's going to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I know he, that really changed up on him for a while. But right. I don't know when I first saw that many years ago, I was like really inspired, and I still to be humble. Take, yeah, I kind of yeah. take it to this day. Like I don't care about like cars and stuff like that. Like I just want it because I don't know. I just kind of believe that money doesn't make you happy with materialistic. Things, oh, that's in a great. Sense, yeah, know? absolutely. It's like I want to be happy. Like I want to have the confidence knowing that I could be happy if I was broke or rich. You know. Oh, dude, fi- finance, like money does not make anybody happy. There's a, the, like the, the happy comes from within you. Like y- if you love your wife, that makes you happy, right? right? That's, that brings you happiness, right? Or if you're around your parents, that brings you happiness. That's your family. You love them, yeah. right? And it's not because of money. It's just a, it's a feeling, right? right? So like people are like, oh, you know, if I just had more money, I'd be more content with my life or I'd be more happier. But that's it's really not true. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that have a lot of money out there that have committed suicide, mm-hmm. right? It, Hence my fucking podcast, Suicide Logs. We haven't mm-hmm. really even talked about that. Right. <laughs> but, but, that, but that's the truth, right? I mean, so – and I, I'm a firm believer that, that money follows passion. So like if you are sincere and passionate about something – and you you want to monetize it, yeah. people will follow passion. They love it. They love sincerity. They love organicness, right? So it's like if you're just pushing bullshit on people, no, mm-hmm. right? But if you're truthfully sincere, like if you came to me as a client, Marky, I sincerely want to help you. Yeah. Not because of the money. Yeah. Like if bills weren't a thing and, and, and buying shit wasn't a thing, You'd do it for free. I would do this. Yeah. This is what I would be doing right. regardless of money. Right, I am here to absolutely 100% help you. I want you to be a better you. Right, people love that because I mean that. I'm like their family to them. Right, they're right, like, right. wow, you you really have my best interest in mind. I do. Yeah. Right now, of course, there's a price tag on this. Right, and I'm not not because I'm money hungry, but because motherfuckers got to live out here. Really right, I mean, it's not it's not that I, it's not oh I need the money I need the money. It's just it's just that. You have to understand the service that's being provided and that this is society. This is how society works, right? I have a car note. I have insurance. My kid needs braces, right? There's a lot of shit going on, man, right? So I can't – obviously, I can't can't just be letting all this go for free. But if I could, I fucking would. Dude, this this is like – this is my idea. This is my idea for if I were to really try and be a personal trainer. First session free, like I said. And then you have two options. Either you do like a monthly thing with me, and monthly it'll be, hold on, let me think about this, if it's right, 
somewhere along the lines of like $60 a month, okay? And you get you get two sessions a week and we, and we could work it out however you want to schedule it. Or if you don't want to commit to a month, you can just literally, you could do $10 a session. That's it. That no commitment nothing. Just every time you see me it's 10 bucks, but I'm trying to think. It's like maybe I said 60 wrong. I don't know what nah, it was. was like, minimum yeah. wage is 15. Exactly. No, that's how much. <laughs> that's how much I don't give a fuck. Right. Like, so, that's so, how much I don't care. So you. So you. So this is something that you want. You just do for like the 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 the, the joy. Like you. You're you're not really trying to heavily monetize it. No, not at all. Really. Okay. Like I like. Ah. I like I said, first session free, and honestly, like if I might even be too nice, I might just like give like close friends of mine too much for free or whatever. But I guess if it starts eating my life a little bit more, my free time, you know, because I already don't have that much free time in the right. first place, it's like okay, now I gotta I gotta make it worth my time a little bit more. Right. Um, and then it just goes into everything else, like motivating myself to work out more, motivating myself to get better. And it's same thing with this podcast. I don't have to be doing this. I didn't have to invite you over here. Right, I'm not right. getting paid. Like right. you know, I'm not charging you. I'm, I'm thank you for your time. I'm not. I'm not paying you to be on my show. Right, right, right. You know. So it's like I I have this this podcast here as like a um, you know I, I like to consider my podcast a mental health podcast, and I I want to like you know spread the message of just positivity and just like help people out for those who need it because sometimes i'll get on this show and i really just like I'm, i feel lazy like i just don't want to do it but i know that people will like hit me up about it and be like hey i really like this episode like i like what you have to say and i'll be like wow that's crazy because i really just didn't like you know i didn't think of anything about it so it's right. kind of the same thing with just like being a personal trainer i'd like to help people as much as i can right. physically meet their goals yeah you know so that's yeah. that's really what i'm about and like the money like you say money follows passions hey I, i'll i'll be patient i'll wait years All before right. i'm making fucking scat pack money you know? <laughs> like, I, I really don't care that's not that's the least of my priority really right. i don't know if it should be like that but that's just where my head's at well I'll tell you what what I charge because I, I it, that's out in the open. I oh, I talk about that freely. So, um, it is simple as this. I don't have any monthly fees. I only sell session packs. Okay, you can buy four sessions. You can buy eight. 12, 16, or 20. So basically, they just work in increments of four. Right? And like the more sessions you buy, the cheaper it is. That's correct, right? So you're basically, give, the more you commit, the more of a discount you get. Okay? Can I steal this idea from you? Yeah, it's, it's, very, <laughs> it's, a, very, I mean, it's a very easy idea. Yeah. Okay? So if you buy four sessions, they're $60 a pop. All right. Okay, that's my bare minimum package. That's, you're not going to leave without at least buying four. Four is the minimum, right? So you buy four sessions. It's two hundred and forty dollars. Mm-hmm. That's sixty dollars per session, right? Every single time you buy another increment of four, the session rate drops by five. Mm. So you were spending sixty, but if you buy eight, you can spend fifty-five per session, which is four hundred and forty dollars. Mm-hmm. If you want to spend fifty a session, it's twelve sessions, and it's going to be six hundred dollars, right? If you want sixteen sessions. That's going to be $45 a session, and $45 a session times 16 is $720. And then last but not least, which is my best program that majority clients buy, is 20 sessions for $800. Mm-hmm. 
And for the 800, you get 20 hours of my time, 20 sessions, right? Time is money, baby. So people, and that's $40 a session, right? So basically, if you want four sessions, you can pay a $60 rate. If you if you feel so committed that you're going to buy 20, I will drop your rate from 60 to 40 per session. You're literally getting a $20 discount per session. Do you ever give people their money back if they don't finish the full 20? No. That's a commitment kind of thing, huh? Right. Yeah. I hear right. You. I hear yeah. You. And because and once again, I mean, you everything just has to be fair, right? Because this is this is my truth. This is my living. This is my truthful living, right? So, like for instance, I tell people off bat when they join, "Hey, before every session that you have, you're going to get a confirmation text message from me the day prior. It's going to say, "Hey, Marky, tomorrow we have a session at 6 a.m. Just confirming with you, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to say, "Yeah, Mike, perfect. I'll see you at six, right? Or you're going to say, no, Mike, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. But either way, you have to respond, okay? And if if you say, yeah, Mike, I'm going to be there at 6, and you don't show up, you're still paying. Right. Because you wasted my time now. They do right? that at the fucking dentist. Right. You know I mean? Yeah, you're still going to get charged. You see what I'm saying? Right. I, I, don't, I don't have a choice because I expect you to be there, and this is my bread and butter. This is what I do to feed my kids, right? So the fact that you were so lazy that you told me you were going to be there tomorrow and you just didn't show up for whatever, you, maybe you slept through your alarm, that's not my fucking problem. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So what am I supposed to give you your session back for wasting my time? Mm-hmm. No, right? So you, there, there is a 24-hour cancellation policy, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to reschedule, I'm more than happy to keep your session on your books for you so long you give me 24 hours notice, which is fair. It's very fair. Right now, how about this? Here, I'm gonna I'm throw uh, a little curveball at you. What if somebody got injured? Like, let's pretend I, I sign up for 20 sessions with yeah. you. Yeah, and then on the 10th one, you break your leg. Yeah. Okay. So you have 10 sessions on your books. Oh, so there's like no time. I got you know. Ah, okay. Okay. Right. I so know. your books don't expire. Okay. Right. right. So and at the gym they do. But not not in my business. In my business, sessions do not expire. Okay, you well, bought those. You gave me your hard-earned money for them. They're not going anywhere until you use them. Ah, okay, okay. What about, what about if I have something like, let's say we've got an appointment tomorrow, and then I caught COVID. Is, do, do Well, I guess it doesn't. It's just like the session didn't happen, and we could reschedule kind of thing? Right. Okay. So I'm your not- session to stay on your books. Yeah. Right, because okay. you'd say, hey, Mike, I'm so sorry I got sick. I can't make it in for the next two weeks. I have to quarantine. Yeah. I'm going to delete you out of my schedule for the next two weeks, and I'm going to hold your sessions for you. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I Yeah. So you see, it's fair. It works both yeah. ways, right? Yeah. I'm not, I'm in no way a scam artist. Right. It's just, it's got to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess there's like a lot of places that are kind of like, known for being scams it's just like when it comes to the money stuff i guess but i don't really know too much about that but then there's also just like what are you selling you know there's some people that are just like they're just selling bullshit and oh, i yeah. just you know it, they don't I even just, believe in what they're selling I that's just, that's the number one problem man how can you buy something somebody shit. don't fucking believe in yeah. it they don't even believe it how are you gonna believe it <laughs> I, just, I feel like some people are so vulnerable you know like if they if they really don't know anything you know elderly people or something like it just people scam elderly all just, the time. Yeah, I, yeah. I care a lot. You seen that movie? No, it's a good movie on Netflix. Check it out if you ever got time. Okay. Um, what, what was that? Oh man, <laughs> you you just reminded me of my story that I was going to tell you. Oh yeah, going to jail. Yeah. By the way, man, let's veer off because I feel like I got a, enough like 
good motivation from you talking. I mean, we could go back to it or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe even after the show, if I've got fucking questions yeah, or something. I just, you're like the first person I like really wanted to like pitch Dice, out Dissect it with, yeah. And who fucking knows, dude? Good. Like two weeks might go by and you hit me like, hey, so did you do it? I'd be like, no. <laughs> okay. We're just doing more podcast episodes, you know? It's just, but it really does make me feel good to just like have somebody like actually, you know, even know what they're talking about. Like, and, and, Talking, well, give you, just give you the reality of it. Right? Yeah, because you're that's in it. You know, right. this is your realm. So right, that's really right. why I wanted you over here. Because right. it's like, if I'm just bar talking with my fucking friends, you know. Right, and like, well, yeah, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea, sure. But they don't actually know what the fuck is going on. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to talk to somebody who knows what's going on. Right. If I got more questions, I'll let you know. How's yeah. that? You finished that joint? I, I actually smoked half of it, and then oh, I, that go. bong hit. Kind of, I'm not gonna lie that that rip that I, I took, dude, that hit me pretty good. You so. seem, I mean, you seem like coherent. Like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, I'm seem good. Fucked yeah, up. I'm you cool. want another one? Uh, no, no, I'm good. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to remain in driving condition. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I got you. So, um, um, okay, so get this. The, All right, so yeah, so story. I, so yeah, let's get to this story. All right, so let, this, let me this keep is... the let me tell the podcast where we're at. So yeah. before you started, we were talking about like. um Shows that you told me you were watching cops, and I was telling right. you were watching Sixty Days In, and then boom, you got a story about right. going to jail. <laughs> I want to hear it, man. Right? Okay. So um, I don't know if you were uh, seeing my Instagram within the past year, but I had my motorcycle posted on there a lot. You probably have seen that I was riding a Yamaha. Okay? Yeah, I do remember. So that. Um, I had a Yamaha uh, MT10. That is a, uh, it's um, a 1,000cc uh, uh, sport bike. Um, it's kind of got a more of a upright position. So yeah, you're not it, like, you're you not know, on totally a totally rice rocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, very fast. I uh, think topped out about 167 or 168. So it was just really, really quick. Really blitzy. You drive fast as fast. fuck. I'll tell you that, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen your, I've even seen your TikToks and stuff when you talk about driving fast. I'm like, oh, he's not playing. Like right. when, ah, oh, dude, I, uh, my dog. You were the one who drove me to the fucking vet when my dog was uh was getting dying. ill, right? Yeah, right. and then uh, you were driving like fucking crazy, but I was like, yeah, it makes sense because my dog's dying. But I was right. like, I feel like you drive like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I'm a, I, I, I love speed. No, I won't lie about that. My car tells you that. My motorcycles tell you that. I, mean, I just, I love that. I'm getting the adrenaline. I just love that. Uh, right. I don't, I don't, I don't want to put other people in, at risk. I don't want to be dangerous, but I do like speeding. I'm not lying. So anyway, um, get this. My, I'm, I'm on my motorcycle. I'm, I'm heading up uh, on this long stretch highway. Okay. And a uh, officer, I guess, is trying to pull me over. Okay. Right. And uh, I look in the, the mirror. You're like, I can And take I him. go, I'm dusting this fool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna sit here in front on you, Marky. I've done that so many times. Like, oh really? Oh yeah. Like awesome. me, like me and my buddies, we we ditch ops all the time, right? Because they like they're just always in like some Explorer SUV and we're on superbikes, so we're yeah. just smashing, right? We go, and usually they just shut their lights off and they leave us alone because they're nice. like, oh, yeah, we ain't really ain't fucking that. with that, right? <laughs> so yeah, so we did that. We done that a lot. Um, so I was like, oh, just arrogant, cocky. I was like, I'll just dust him real quick. And how right? long ago was this? Uh, it's like. Uh, Shoot, like six or seven months ago. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
So uh, I'm, I'm ripping. I'm, I'm probably hitting like 140, 150, okay. and I'm splitting lanes, right? And which is super dangerous. But I had to because I was trying to ditch the, this, these yeah. cops, right? So yeah, I'm like, one star. Right. I'm like, I'm about to take off on this next exit because you got to be an idiot to stay on the freeway, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. dumb. So, yeah. so I taking notes, uh, right? So <laughs> I, I'm getting, I'm trying to get off on this next exit. There's another officer waiting for me at that exit. Oh. And so he comes dipping down on me. I kick my bike in a fourth and I just, Whoa! and I take off again, right? Uh-huh. So now I'm about to get off on the third exit. Bang, it's covered, right? I'm like, are you kidding right now? A third one? He comes down, uh-huh. woo, right? And I'm boom, boom, and I just keep going, right? All of a sudden, man, before I know it, I got six of them, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, and get six this, right? Stars, so I got six. Baby. And a helicopter above my head. No fucking way. Yeah. That was you? So here's what I thought to myself, man. I thought, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? Right, This is yeah. a pinch right now because I was expecting I was just going to dust these fools and I'd be gone, right? right? I'm running low on gas at this point and uh, I can't lose this chopper. There's no way, right? I can't yeah, even yeah. lose a helicopter. I even, I'm going 150. I ain't losing a helicopter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I literally get off the exit and just casually just start pumping gas like i'm chilling like i like, <laughs> like, I, like I like i just don't know that anybody's after me right? what yeah is that in this town in our town that is in a completely separate town okay yeah uh, yeah or like near? that's like a, that's like a we're like 150 miles out probably okay okay, <laughs> yeah. okay yeah so um basically uh they're obviously I've gapped them and they I've probably got a three or four minute head start on them, right? So I'm sitting there just pumping gas, chilling, right, waiting for my gas to fill up. And then as I'm doing that, woo, woo, right? I get surrounded by six cops. They all draw their guns at me and they say, Freeze, freeze, right? And I'm like, and I literally go, what is going on here? Right? I put my hands up, I go, what is going on here, officers? Right? He goes, hands on your head! Right? And I'm like, and I tell him, I'm like, I can't get my hands on my head because I have shoulder armor. The armor in my jacket won't allow for that. And as I'm saying that, boom, boom, they put my hands behind my back. They take the keys out of my bike and they start rolling it up on a freaking uh, tow truck. And they put me like leaned up against the, the car. Right? And they go, well, you didn't see us? And I was like, see what? And he was like, we were, we were trying to pull you over. And I was like, I didn't know that. And they were like, oh, really? You didn't know? You didn't see us at all? I'm like, no. Right? (laughs) And I go, he goes, you you, you don't have mirrors? And I'm like, I do. I was like, but those cosmetics, those mirrors are specifically cosmetic. I only have them there for styling purposes only, right? For style. I can't I can't actually see anything. You can check those. They're like two inches. And is this true? It's very true. Oh, okay. I... These mirrors are literally like two inches, right? And they're there just so you don't get harassed by cops for not having mirrors, right? Because you have to have mirrors by law, uh-huh. right? So I'm sitting there like this, and I go, no, I couldn't see. I can't. And, and you go, you, the, the, the mirror is this big, and my handlebars are shaking, vibrating like this. I can't see anything out of those, right? And he goes, oh, and you can't hear either? Are you deaf? And I said, I wear earplugs when I ride. And I... I Dead, dead ass, right? I wear earplugs when I ride to silence everything, man, right? Man, oh, man. Right? Yeah. Serious. Serious is a heart attack, right? And and I tell him, I'm like, and if I can hear anything, the only thing that I can hear is my exhaust because this pipe is louder than shit. Right? That's all I hear, right? 
So he goes, you have any you have any warrants out for your arrest? I was like, no, I've never been arrested in my life. And then he goes, you have any drugs on you, meth, crack, whatever? And I go, no, I'm not a criminal. I'm literally sitting here at the gas station getting bombarded by cops, uh-huh. right? And he goes, oh, is the bike? So he goes over to the bike and he goes, hmm, it registers clean, registers cool. He's like, you have your M1 license, you have your motorcycle license, you have insurance. Why didn't you just stop? And I, it would have just been a speeding ticket. And I said, I would have stopped if I knew somebody was following me. Right, right. Right? Like, they keep, like, trying to get me to, like, incriminate myself, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, no. Like, I right? So get this. All right, so I go to court. The DA, and this is two days ago. <laughs> this oh, just happened right really? now in court. Wow. Yeah, like, no, no, I'm not joking. Like, I'm talking... A couple days ago, I was in court. God, okay? damn. The All DA. Right. I, I got you at a good yeah, time. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Are you doing anything? Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, right. So, the it, D- Wait, did, did this uh, court date happen before I first asked you about being on the show or not? Um, it, it happened uh, April 12th. Oh, okay. I yeah. Think, yeah I think, so, I think, I, I'm sorry, it might have not been two days ago. Right. Okay, maybe it was two, two weeks ago. That's my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, um, oh, dude, speaking of that, I tapped this fucking casino on the ass when I was over there. I, 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 like, when I was going to court, I spent, I went to go spend the night in that area because it's pretty far, right? Went to the casino, I put 800 bucks in a quick hit slot machine, oh. and it, and it freaking spit me back out 1400. You're a wild man. Yeah. You put $800 in one spin or like one fucking... Thing. One slot machine. Like, oh, but in, in the first fucking hit? You and got- then, no, I hit it. I, I lost already four. I already had lost like 400 oh, but at the end of the day, you got 1400 Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I put 800 in there, right? And it knocked me down to 400 with all my max bets. And then, bing, 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 I turned that 800 that I initially put in into 1400 You're a wild man, dude. You're out here speeding, and then, on, like, while you're about to go forward, you're like, let's fucking gamble. Right, let's yeah. So we hit the blackjack table. I uh, hit uh, one of those machines called Dragon's Link. Super, super good on, on player give back. You just got to make sure you're max betting. Very important, man. So if you ever hit a slot, don't ever fuck around with nothing that's not, a, that's not in a max bet because you're not eligible for anything. You're not eligible for progressive, free games, or jackpots. So you can be pressing that 50 cent button all the way. You're going to lose all your money. You can't actually win anything unless you are in the max betting range. Okay. Point blank. All right. I mean, majority of time. I'm like, so we're talking 90% of the time. You know, there's some people that go, ooh, I pressed the button and it gave me 200 bucks. That's cool. It happens very rarely. Majority of time with big wins, that's where it comes from. So like this, this lady, she's in there. She put $1,000 in this shit. It ate her whole grand. It ate it all. It didn't give her shit. God. And then you know what she does? She goes, I'll put in another 1000 Oh, God. She puts in another grand. Bing. She's, she's betting $22 a bet. Bing, 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 bing. That's the max bet. Twenty-two. Bing, bing, bing. Whoa! Twenty-two grand. Get the fuck out of here. Twenty-two G's. Fuck being a person. You gotta pay to play, baby. Being a person. Max betting all the time. So anyway, after this, it's like four a.m. I go sleep in the parking lot of the courthouse. I don't fuck with hotels because. I don't sleep. I'm literally, I was at the casino until 4, courts at 8. What the fuck am I doing in a hotel? Go over there and wash my face? What am I going to do? I don't need it. So I just bring a pillow and I nap in my car, right? Yeah. I, go, I go get some Pete's coffee in the morning. I go to court. The DA of that county wants to give me 60 days in jail 
and, uh, and 60 days of probation following. And I said, fuck no. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I'm like, what, you find meth in my ass that I didn't know about? Are you crazy? Oh, they find meth in your ass, you're getting 60 years. Fuck that. <laughs> 60 days in jail. So, so, so my uh, attorney, which AKA is a public defender, <laughs> because okay, I, didn't, okay. I didn't buy no fucking attorney. I was like, bro, I'm going to have to pay fines up the ass already as it is. I'll just get a public defender, <laughs> right? This is, he's pretty legit. He sits me down. He's like, let's go over the police report. We go over it. He pulls up the live footage that the helicopter had of me on his laptop. Oh, my right? God. All right. And it's literally like some shit you see on Grand Theft Auto, man. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So he goes... We're watching this whole footage, this entire thing, 15 minutes long, right? He goes through it frame by frame. He looks at me and he goes, Mike. I was like, what's up? <laughs> he goes, where are the cops? And I said, exactly. <laughs> where are the fucking cops? They're all hella I dusted behind them. Yeah. I left them way back. So the entire footage is just footage of me riding my motorcycle and pulling over at a gas station oh that's sick <laughs> sick <laughs> so they so what they pull that footage up and your your lawyer is just like where's the cops and then you got out no so so now here's how there's the two things that's going to play out number one he's going to try to resolve it with the da on his own he's going to say listen this is absolutely not a felony this is at best a misdemeanor he should just be getting a misdemeanor and he'll pay, pay a fine right that's the offer that he's going to her with if she decides to basically pursue it and be a bitch and fucking really want me to be in jail and she wants to fight for it we will have to go to trial so basically anything I could still go to jail. <laughs> basically is what I'm saying. Like on my next court date, they could cuff me. Like that's that that'll be my last court Shit, date. Dude, if I get jury duty, I'll be sure to show up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, wow. Good luck. So wait, when is your next? Uh, it's gonna be May thirty first. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I got some freedom. I got some time. Wow, dude, that's incredible. That's wow. Holy shit. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. Br- pretty wild. So you still have a risk of spending sixty days in jail. I do. Yeah. Are you excited though? Like that? Like after watching sixty days in and stuff like that, do you feel like no fucking re- like really? No. Well, I guess you know, be away from your family. And stuff right, like my, I can't be around my kids, man. Sixty days though. Sixty. Sixty it's, days it's, away it's from two my kids. Months, that's, that's, you know? that's sixty days too long. <laughs> sixty days. You know. Okay. If you go in, I'll be sure to like. Can you, can you give me your client's number? We start. We train with Marty. He only changes. He only charges ten bucks a session. <laughs> everybody gains weight and shit. You know, everybody's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Wow, dude, no! I really hope they they don't put you in there. Though. That's fucking, you know. But do you ever think about like how you do in jail and stuff like that? Yeah, I think about it. About I, I definitely it. think about it. Yeah, absolutely. What, like, what goes uh, on? I'll probably just be on the treadmill at the gym, just thinking about what it's gonna be like when I drop the soap. You know. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you know, no, not not. Uh, I mean, not to be funny about it, but like the real, the reality is, I mean, jail in general is a dangerous place. I mean, it's not something that's somewhere you want to be, right. but I mean, uh, do I feel like I can handle myself? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a very sincere person. I'm a very respectful person. Um, and I don't have a like, oh, I have a bigger chest than everybody in the room kind right. of attitude, right. you know, and I, it's not, for me, it's not about who's 
who's got the biggest balls or whatever. When I go in there, I go in there with the sole intent of doing my my fucking consequence and then getting out of there. You know yeah, what I mean? Don't, like, don't. It's my like I just want to be kind of like just um. I'm not gonna say a lone wolf, lone wolf, because like when you're in there, like you will make friends and you will be clicking up, like it's, you know, you're not just gonna be sitting in a corner for 60 days, right? Right. But unless um, you get you know, solitary, just trying it. your best to just mind your fucking business and, yeah. and not get involved with anything that can possibly be even worse for you down the line, right? Like if you get into a fight in jail and you kick somebody's ass, or uh, you know, something with drugs, or someone's doing a tattoo on you, or some stupid shit, and they go, "Oh, that's a separate charge. We're keeping you here now," right? Wait, so, you get charged for getting a tattoo in jail? Um, if it's illegal in that specific jail, yeah, it's a problem. Like they're because they don't allow it. Never knew that. Yeah, like and or. Like, you know, obviously for fighting or for whatever rules that, um, like, even if you, you can even verbally assault an officer and they'll give you more time or oh, yeah. whatever. It's just like, if you fuck up while you're there, you're basically asking to stay there longer, right? right, right. So I'm just like, I would be in there with the sole intent of to just do my fucking time for 60 days and then get the fuck out of there. More time you know? to work out, you know? Yeah, like, just like, basically 1,000 push-ups, 1,000 pull-ups, 1,000 yeah. squats a day. That's all. 1,000 <laughs> a day? <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean think, think about how much time you'll have. <laughs> my dumb ass is going to be like, oh, maybe you can listen to my podcast. <laughs> I don't even have a fucking phone but, or nothing. Hey, you know what? Okay, so that, that's funny that you brought that up. When when I did get arrested and they did throw me in jail, because I obviously I mean I was in handcuffs and they put me in jail over yeah, there in that county. Spent a night there, right? right? Yeah. Um, well, I was there for like eight hours, I think, and then oh. I was able to bail out. But right. um, they threw me in this room. They literally took off like my necklace. They took off my shoes. They took my phone. They took my wallet. They counted all my cash and like there's all this stuff. Then they took me out of the room, fingerprinted me, to made me take off my shirt. They they literally took pictures of all my tattoos and like every single thing that it said, like oh it says family on your wrist or whatever. Like they were just everything was in detail. Um, and then I, they basically put me in this room. And I was like, wow, like this is kind of crazy right now. This is this is jail. I mean, I'm literally locked in a room that I can't get out of. I don't think people actually understand what that feels like until they're in that position. Like we always have the option to exit. Right now, if I wanted to leave, I could say, hey, Marky, it's been cool. I'm going to leave right now and then I would go, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was literally just behind this door that was locked and I just like that's it. You know what I mean? Like like no phone. Were you there with other people? No, just by myself Like because it was in a holding cell, right? So and so I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, this is fucking insane. Like this is crazy. Like I can't believe. Like I ended up just start. I started shadow boxing for an hour, for like a half an hour. Like I was just getting very antsy. Like no phone, no nothing. Literally just staring at a wall and in a fucking toilet. Did they and feed I'm you? Like, no. So it was just. It was a very. Uh, it was a very like awake. I would say it was a very awakening experience. Like this is definitely not somewhere that I ever want to be again. You know, and, and and that and I didn't even make it into the jail. I was literally just in a holding cell. But just like having freedom stripped. You don't understand that shit until you don't have it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I never grasped that. I never understood that, right? Until I was there and I couldn't fucking leave. And they're like, just boop, and they lock this big fucking metal door on you. And you're like, holy shit, like, this is real right now. Yeah. You know? And I and I can fucking call people to bail me out. Because my, my, my bail was set too low, they wouldn't get off their asses and come bail me out. Uh. Because my bail was only set at $2,500. Bail bondsmen only get 10% of the overall bail. So they would only be getting $250 out of the deal. Mm. I literally was calling them and they're going, sorry, too low, can't help. Beep. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I don't have a, I don't have a, 
I don't have control over what my bail is set at. You know? And I and I and I and I even told the officers, I said, What's the bail? I said it's twenty five hundred. I was like, I have twenty five hundred dollars. Just let me out of here. I have twenty five. Yeah. Right? Okay. And they go, Well, we don't take debit or credit. And I'm like, Well, what do you want? And they're like, we only take cashier's checks or money orders. I'm like, so you think that I have on my fucking personnel, you think I have a cashier's check or a money order. Right. That's ridiculous. Okay, how about this? I mean, I feel like you might answer my question because obviously it worked out for you, right? And you're here. Yeah. But it's like, but go ahead. Actually, I want to let I want you to explain it because I feel like you're about to answer my question. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, anyway, the bail bondsman comes and uh, does their job and bails me out, right? They okay. get their $250. Now, the next following day, I have to go to the bail bondsman and I have to basically sign my car over as collateral. Your car or motorcycle? My car. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> right, yeah. Because my, my bike was impounded. <laughs> okay, okay. Right? So they asked me for my driver's license and my car as collateral, meaning they bailed me out. But if I don't show up to court like I'm supposed to, I signed my fucking car away. <laughs> so if I don't show up at that courthouse, I have a fucking repo on my car. Insane. Yeah. Okay, I, you didn't answer my question, actually, though, because I was thinking, like, I thought the bail bonds just kept ignoring you, mm-hmm. and, you know, you'd have the money. I was thinking, you know, maybe you'd call your wife, like, if you get your one phone call or something, be like... Oh, I have... Hey. You, you can you can make unlimited calls. Okay. Yeah. So I was just and trying to... You're trying, so you're trying to figure out why I didn't call my wife? No, no. I'm because, because, so because you got you the can, bail bonds and everything. Right. What no, I'm saying, like... Well, no, the thing is, you're right, though. I mean, most people would. Yeah. Like most people would just call their that, wife. That, that, that works, right? Or their mom. Like let's say, yeah, it's like. <laughs> right, and then, and then the person would come bail them out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, but how about this? Because they took your wallet from you, right? They did. So I'm just trying to like figure this out. Like if I'm in jail and my, my, my bail is uh, two grand or two, uh, 250, it's like do, like, do I get my call and then I have to ask the police, like, hey, can you give me my wallet so I can, you know, give my wife my credit card information or my debit card information? No. So, she can so they have to be there. Oh, okay. The person that's bailing you out has to be there. Okay. With the cash or with the cashier's check. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, okay. And then it's just kind of so like. So they wanted me to call my wife. wife. Yeah. They wanted, that's what they wanted. They wanted me to call my wife. They're like, just call your wife, call your wife. And I said, I don't live around here. Don't you understand? Like, that's yeah. number one. Number two is don't ever in your life think I will call any of my family members collect from this jail. Okay? Yeah. I, I got myself in here. I will get myself right out of here. I don't need, I don't need anybody's help. Okay? Yeah. All I need is a bail bondsman. We're good. I don't need my family. I don't need them stressing about why I'm in jail and all this other shit. Yeah. I got kids. And I just don't need it. Right? I need to get myself out of here so that I can move on. Right? So that's that. That was it. Uh, so like, I ended up I ended up getting out like 10:30 at night, and I'm like, fuck. They have my bike. That was my mode of transportation. I call an Uber. Fucking five Ubers cancel me because I'm in front of the jail. <laughs> Well, what's wrong with that? Oh, because they don't want to pick up you. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's hard for me to understand because I know you. You know, you called right. me up. I would have been there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Fuck, man, that's insane. I can't believe. Wow. Fuck. What a story. That's probably right. one of the best fucking stories I've ever had on this show, dude. Yeah, it's that's pretty wild. Fucking crazy. And it's like, I guess the thing that makes it crazy is how recent it is, and it's right. still kind of developing, dude. Right. Like I'm Holy in the middle of it. Fucking yeah. Shit. Right.
Man. So basically, every time they assign me a court date, I just automatically go to the casino at night. I get some steaks. Me and my buddy, we go to Cattleman's. We get some good steaks, and then we go gamble. And then I do that all night until I'm getting to court. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is disrespectful, bro, but if you do go to jail, if you do go to jail, can you call me? Can you give me a call, and then we'll have it like – can you be on my podcast from jail? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and just, down. like, tell me how it is. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I feel, yeah. I feel like I just want to document that. Oh, yeah. Dude, 100%. Fucking... 100%. I'm down. Oh. For sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I've definitely put a lot of thought of that uh, about that. You know? And I'm just, like, I just think to myself, like, wow. Like, I'd really just be locked in a, in a cage with uh, other men that are also criminals without a phone you know <laughs> like just eating jail food you know like i'm like man that would just be so weird like and i seen like even like watching 60 days in like how people just have a really hard time sleeping because it's obviously not their bed that's at home uh-huh. and they got all these motherfucker tweakers and shit around them screaming at the top of their lungs 24 7 it's like how the fuck am i supposed to sleep with someone next to me going ah oh, fuck. you know i'm like right. you know like how the fuck am i supposed to get a good night's rest like that that's the kind of shit that i think about it's, it's almost like not that I'm really scared of the physical aspect. I'm more worried about the mental aspect. You know, like if someone if someone jumps on me or wants to beat me up or whatever, like I can handle myself. I'm not worried about the physical aspect of it. Like I can fight. You know what I mean? Right. But what I am worried about is like the mental fucking wear and tear that it has on your psyche. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sitting there, uh, like no women, no 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 women. Like you're just a bunch, bunch of fucking dicks all day long. Right. You know I mean? It's like you're only gay in jail. Right? Yeah. Right. right. Right, that's the thing. If people go in there, all of a sudden, you know, a booty's a booty in there. You know what I mean? Like, like man, like I've been in here for five years and I haven't touched a, <laughs> haven't touched a, a booty in a while. But that's when they just flip and turn. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that they want to be gay, yeah. but it's like so, a hole's a hole, I guess. On a positive note, man, at least uh, from my outside perspective with your situation man at least it's only 60 days you know like right. part of me, like if i it's easy like, it's not like 10 years yeah it's yeah. easy for me to say because i'm not in your shoes you right know? but if i had if everything was going on with you was going on with me i'd kind of just think it was like all right man we, we gonna we gonna we gonna crush these 60 days it's just 60 days right, like, right. years i'm about like I, yeah this shit ain't gonna break me right you know no I mean? no agreed absolutely and it, and it wouldn't it's not that it would it's just i think more so than anything it's the effects from you going to jail right so it's like it's not like actually the physical thing of you being there it's what happens to the life around you that's where things get rough right like you don't see your parents and you don't see your kids and you know my business for instance like i'd probably lose all my clients if i went to jail for 60 days right so it's just like it's it's these things that i i think about it's not so much the actual physical being there it's more so all the different things that get affected from me being there how, how would you go about that with your business like telling them that you're going to be gone for 60 days would you well i I mean honestly well so here's the thing i mean for me dude i'm like i said i'm very sincere and i'm very honest with my clients they all know about my court dates they all know about my situation you know so i was super open about it and if i did have to go to jail i'd assume you know people would just people basically at the end of my term coming out after 60 days they just hop back on the wagon and get back to training I'd hope at least half of them. Yeah. You know, at least half of them would do that. And then the rest I'll would take, be, you know, I'll take care of the other half. You know, <laughs> I'll give them back to you. But <laughs> it ain't working. <laughs> like, yeah, you just stop training. I don't know. He's, just, he's just doing podcasts. I don't fucking know what he's doing. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think you'll be all right, man. Just to keep it positive. You know? Right, Just right, like, exactly. And, that, and that's the other thing I, I feel like people say a lot. Um, you know, don't worry about things because you can't really control the outcome. So no matter how hard you think about it or like how much it stresses you out, that won't change the outcome I, of the situation. I always tell people. So you kind of double worry about it, right? Stressing out, <laughs> stressing out doesn't fix anything. No, it you doesn't. You always want right. to be calm for certain things, especially Absolutely. if you're making like rational decisions and shit like that. Right, so, right. Yeah. No, I agree. I know. I 100% I agree. That's fucking crazy, man. Thank you for coming on my show. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for sharing everything, your wisdom. Yeah, of course. No, thank you. I mean, thank you for I ain't that. kicking you, you out. You know, if yeah. you want to talk about anything, whatever no, that was you got, cool. you got any questions or anything, let uh, me know. That was, that was good. Talk, I'm, I'm good, brother. I'm All good. Right, that was man. really cool. Uh, thank you for having me. Mike Martha, bro. Everybody, uh, Wish him luck, dude. I'll keep you all updated if anybody even asks. That's fuck. That's fucking insane. I'm so glad I did this podcast, dude. It was like last minute. I, before, before I even hit you up, I was kind of like, man, this is last minute. Hella unprofessional. Like, uh, do I even want to like ask him? Right, you know, right, right. Like, I'm about to go to sleep. Like, right, right. Shit, I don't regret it. Uh, it worked you out. Know? It worked out. Yeah, I'm chilling, man. Yeah, yeah. I, like like I said, that that is one cool thing about having your own business. You know, I, I take Saturday evenings off. I take Sundays off, and I take Mondays off. So I pr- pretty much get a three day weekend every weekend. Okay, so I'll and be uh, personal training yeah. people Saturday. Right, so that's your gap right there. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's your fucking three days to get your shit in. You know? <laughs> Fuck, bro. Thank you. Man. Say you like that